It's going. Okay. <laughs> this is Donald R. Hay with a story about growing up in Tennessee and also Evansville, Indiana, and also Illinois and Rockford, Illinois. That uh, later on we'll get into that when it, we got more time. <laughs> but right now I gotta get my butt home and take my medicine. anchor.fm forward slash WWM and I just wanted to take some time to uh, tell you all a little bit more about Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing, and monetizing your podcast. Um, Anchor, the easiest way to make a podcast. And if you haven't started a podcast, I would suggest you do it with Anchor. Alright, now on with the show. Alright, we are back, 
gonna do another uh, talk with Dad. It's an earlier day than the previous thing, so I'm gonna have to come up with another clever title. It's not Tuesday today, so I'm not sure what we're gonna call this yet. But I uh, wanted to talk to Dad today, see if he'd share some stories about Christmas growing up in Tennessee. Uh, say hi, Dad. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like what I can remember myself. It's uh, where we lived at in Tennessee, a little town of Watburn, about a oh, about a mile and a half to two miles from down from town, and uh, out to up towards uh, where on Flat Fork Road. First, there it goes up to the prison. Our first house on the left, uh, uh, going towards the prison, and then also the state park. This is where I was raised and born. You know, raised at there, born there. But anyway, I remember one Christmas that, uh, well, I say about a week or two before Christmas. I guess I was probably probably about four or five years old. That uh, we had to make our own uh, decorations for the for that tree because it's on, on our property. We had all kinds of pine trees up there, small ones. We cut them down and probably get to bring them in. But we had to make the uh, the uh, ropes that would go on it, you know, for decorations. And I made our paper, newspapers, or anything else we find to cut to make little strips and, and uh, like rings, and then tape them together or take glue and glue them together. So they, they hold together. Okay. It made a chain. We so called it, them chains. So it made a chain? Yeah. And wrapping them wrapping around and out to the top and everything. And instead of having lights, we also had candles, small candles that Mama bought. And we had that she had a little candle holder, like with the bobby pins. And I know a lot of you know what the women do know, know what bobby pins are. Well, MacGyver fans know But uh, <laughs> these candle holders were made similar to that. Had the prongs on them like uh, straight uh, bobby pins are, and they they were on there. But okay. we can uh, they they uh, different colors of candles. It started at the bottom, go all the way up to top. You know, and the biggest for for uh, star, the bigger candle was up on top, at the main top. Okay. Yeah. You know, and you know, on time it was lit was on Christmas Eve, and it's only on for maybe R2 had to keep an eye out for it, so no no uh, limbs and everything would catch on fire. Can, yeah, and everything. <laughs> but well. anyway. That's the way the Christmas was. That's what we had to do. We had to make all the ornaments that goes on the tree. All right. And, um, and for people that haven't listened uh, to the podcast before, about what year are we talking about? Well, it's probably, you see, I was born in the 1940s. About, I was about four or five years old, about 45, you know, in the year 45. Yeah, 1945 but, uh, in, yeah. in Wartburg, Tennessee. Yeah, this would be Christmas time that uh, we put, we cut our old trees and brought them down, cleaned them and everything. And uh, whatever we got for Christmas, 
Yeah, they were red in the, either in the brown paper bag bags that they've been cut and rolled out and everything put in there. Uh, but the only thing we really got that was good would be no toys, but we get new clothes at Christmas time, new shoes for Christmas, and uh, maybe candy, uh, like peppermint candy that uh, Mom make put away for, for the Christmas time. That's the only time we could get it. <laughs> but, uh, hey, get out of that. That, that, was put, that was put into her. We had to hang our own socks over by the stove, old potty stove up there, and that's what she'd got to do, drop that candy in that in her socks for Christmas, like oh. you do, you know, yeah. do today, except... That would be the stockings yeah. on the care, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what we used to do for, you know, for Christmas, you know, and if it snowed on Christmas, we got out and, and, and uh, had a snowball fight. Yeah. All right. Got any funny stories about going to go get the family Christmas tree or anything? Well, I couldn't. I don't know if it'd be funny or not, but I remember one time my brother and I, or I should say my three brothers and myself, you know, we was going up there and naturally we got Dale Mule. It done everything for us. But anyway, take it up and had the sled that was pulled behind it. Same thing we used when cutting timber to bring firewood in. <clears throat> you know, cut the tree down, cut it in different lengths and roll it onto the sled and then bring it home yeah. for firewood. Yeah. But anyway, we take that up our side where we got our trees. But while we was out there, my brother, W.C., and uh, my brother Raymond, We'll take a gun with them, and then we get if the squirrels stick their head up, they they, they came home with us. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But we always carried it. They carried a gun all the time, especially up in the high hills, you know, top of the mountain or something like that. That's where the wild animals really, you know, stayed. You know. Yeah. They don't come down. You know. Yeah. But uh, we. They get a, get a maybe a deer if they seen one that wasn't carrying or had babies, but a buck they take in, you know. Yeah. And uh, so I mean, it this was, was on our property, so we didn't have on our property. We had you know, we we just cook uh, hunt on our property, but we couldn't do it on somebody else's unless we got you know the authority taken on. Yeah, yeah, you, know. you couldn't. Back in, they didn't have a law like to do today. Well, so. yeah, basically, hey, Bill, do you mind if I come hunting in your backyard? No, go ahead, cuz. Don't, don't, just don't be shooting at the house. Yeah. <laughs> you mad at me. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll see who wins. <laughs> oh, man, we're... That's uh, in McCoy's. <laughs> I was going to say, is that how that started? <laughs> well, uh getting on that subject. Okay. <clears throat> My brother Raymond uh, you know, lived up in the, one part of the, on the property. Yeah. Up there. And he, he was a, his job was a plumber, you know, he'd do plumbing work for everybody around. You know, that's how he made his living. Yeah. 
well, he uh, from my dad had sold part of the property to another guy that uh, was up above him, up there. In some way, they two got into it. And uh, all at once, Dad jumped up, and we could hear the boom, boom, boom around the corner, you know, outside. Uh -huh. We come out, him and Raymond and this guy was shooting at each other. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow, uh, well, I don't know what happened, but they were shooting each other. And they wasn't using a shotgun either. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> so, Daddy, Daddy went up there and, you know, and straightened them out. Oh, wow. I don't know what he had done, but it stopped. Uh, you know, I don't know if anybody got hit or not. I don't, I don't think so. I, 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 I think I would. I don't think anybody got hit. I think that was. I think that was just a southern thing. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know. Knowing my brother, uh -huh. Raymond, if you shot at him, he won't miss you. You right. hit. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 But uh, if I remember correctly, he was a marksman, so it was probably not a mortal wound situation. Well, it was like he, he stopped shooting at me. He was. I guess you could call him a marksman. But he never was in service. Right. But uh, he, he did do a lot of hunting. You know, he was like my mother. Yeah. She never was in the military either, but she'd take a rock and knock you in the head in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> and I seen her hit, a, hit an old chicken hawk coming in to get some of the chickens. Uh -huh. uh, she picked up a rock and threw it and knocked that hawk out of the sky. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and she did. Uh -huh. Mother's that way. Yeah. All right, but we're gonna direct this back towards the more Christmassy things, Dad. <laughs> we get bonus content here, folks. Bonus content. Uh, anyway, I mean, getting back to Christmas, that's about all I, you know, I really can remember how it was. Uh, you know, we got shoes, and we got shoes just once a year, and we didn't get to wear them until go to school, come home, we took them off. When we went to church, we put them on, walked to church, come back, take them off. We went barefooted. Now, yeah. if we had any shoes left over, we could wear them anywhere and play on in them, but we couldn't take them, wear them to church or to walk, you know, go to school. We had certain set of clothes, the good ones. We uh -huh. couldn't wear them unless we go to church and go to school. That, that was the wall. <laughs> yeah, you, you were the well, myself, 90% of my clothes was hand-me-downed. Well, yeah. Yeah. It was cut down and rebuilt. My mother, mother would re-sew them to fit me. Yeah. And I was, when I got new clothes for Christmas and Sunday, they wore that as nothing but church that I'd get to wear them. It was like pants, shirts, you know. And uh, she'd also make her underpants. Yeah, it's T-shirts and that out of, out of the <coughs> cheesecloth. Yeah, yeah. That was part of our, our underwear. Okay. Part, you know. Okay. It's no, that's no lie. Well, yeah. Well, you did it. I you know. <coughs> Back okay. in that time. Well, yeah. You know. Yeah. So, <coughs> uh, I guess that covers the New Year's Eve celebration, the story about Uncle Raymond. So. Uh, <laughs> all right. Whoa. 
man down. All right, there we go. I got it for you, Dad. All right. And, uh, yeah, well, we went on about 12 minutes here. That was, that was a pretty quick time there. It goes faster than you think. <laughs> yeah, it does. <clears throat> um, I remember one time, you know, just ain't Christmas time. Uh-huh. But we used to the old uh, prison that was at. Yeah. You know, I think it cost us a dime. Dad had, you know, cost Dad about a dime for each of us to get our hair done. You know, but I guess this was back, I'm trying to think, somewhere around 54, 55, somewhere around there, that uh, we'd go ride a bicycle or walk up to the prison and get a haircut. Right. Well, we just back, coming back, decided to start walking. We're going to ride the bus. Well, they don't, they was five of us. Uh huh. Well, and I guess me, me being the smallest, I sat on handlebars. Sat uh-huh. up on them, hang on, put my feet up on the uh, fender in front. Uh uh-huh. Then my older brother, W.C., Raymond was already married to this time. Uh uh-huh. But anyway, W.C. would be pedaling, standing up. Junior on the back, on the seat, sitting on the seat. Yeah. And another boy, one of our neighbors, would be on the back, sitting, uh, hanging on to Junior, you know. Yeah. Standing on the, on the, what a, uh, <coughs> comb stick out on that side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The pegs. The pegs. Yeah. And the back also had, had a, a carrier on the back of it. That he could sit on it, but his feet was on there. We come down to this old gravel road. Uh huh. And you go up one hill and you come down the other. You had two, about two or three hills you had to go over before you come to our house. Yeah. And our house was on the on the last hill there. But before we got there, I went over to two and they coming down the second one. And he had a chug hole. My legs went, one foot went into the spokes. Next thing you know, we was all over the road. Some over the road, nothing. Me and the bike was down the ditch. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right, Dad. All right. We're going to yeah. go ahead and wrap this up here. We're okay. about a 15-minute mark. I think that's a pretty good episode for this. At that, this is going to serve basically as our uh, holiday special for the Talk With Dad episodes. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And, uh, you know, hope you enjoy this. Uh, We have fun recording it, so I guess that's the main point here. But um, thank you for listening. Give give you something else to think about after I'm kicked the bucket. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, this is for posterity as well, yes. Um, I'm Charles Haig. I'm a nerd with a phone. That's my dad. Say goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. (laughs) All right. I'll talk to you again soon with another episode of Nerve with a Phone. Yeah, if the creep don't rise and I have to swim. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. Good night, guys.
ています。